joining us here on Bearcat Rewind, episode number 69, and this is a bonus edition of the podcast coming to you today. Northwest Missouri State track and field's Heba Magoob broke the program records in the 100 and 200 meter dash at the Wichita State Open on April 10th. Those records were previously set by Venus Harris back in 1987. Then the following day, she ran the anger lane of the 4x400 relay as her and her teammates posted the second fastest time in Division II this year. And Heba came back around two weeks later and just won the 400 at the Drake Relays, posting a time of 54.97 seconds. So Heba and Brandon Masters sat down with John Coffey to discuss this spring outdoor season and much, much more about her career. So we aired a portion of that on the Bearcat Coaches Show, but there was so much good content we needed to make the full interview available. She's a great athlete here at Northwest and currently a grad student on campus as well. So big things are ahead for Heba. And Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More info is on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash alumni. And also Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information is at clorindahealth.com. We're posting today's bonus podcast here on the afternoon of April 23rd. So this conversation between John Coffey, Heba Magoob, and Brandon Masters did happen prior to the Drake Relays, which kicked off a little bit earlier today. But uh, still, a lot of good stuff here from Heba and Coach Masters as they kind of highlight some of those records that Heba set previously, as well as what's ahead here for her in Northwest Missouri State. So let's dive into this week's episode of Bearcat Rewind. First of all, Brandon, let's just talk about this weekend. It was a busy weekend for you guys, uh, a couple of different sites as well. But first of all, let's just talk about the Wichita State Open. It looked like you had several individuals that uh, performed very well for you. Yeah, actually, uh, we, we had a great weekend. And uh, it's a bit of a bit of a trip down to Wichita, but uh, worth it. Uh, pretty late arrival for the, the kids coming back uh, on Saturday nights. But, uh, you know, we're, we're in a place where... We're starting to see some some kids uh, perform, and you know we're in the middle of the season now, and 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 have having run the last couple of uh, weekends uh, outdoor for the first time in in quite a while. It's it's nice to see these performances start to. Uh, t- start a pop really now we'll talk more with Eba here in just a little bit but boy she had a fantastic weekend didn't she oh it was fun it was uh one of those weekends that we knew were coming and Heba and i have a lot of conversations about you know uh the strategy and where we're going to uh, run fast and and uh, it, it's nice when we're we, we put together a plan and it actually it actually works uh so uh Heba had a great uh, race uh, i think uh, the first hundred meter uh race she hadn't run uh but any here at Northwest. So it is so great to see her come out. We've been working on blocks. We know that was a Achilles heel of the, of the 200 for her right now. So her first uh, 100 meter race as a Northwest uh, track and field athlete, and she breaks the school record and runs 11:71, which is <laughs> which is unbelievable. It's, uh, it's, we knew she was fast, but uh, uh, she had a great start and and really drove, and and it was a fantastic race with with ladies beside her too as well. So that really helps. She's a fighter and a competitor, and and so uh, she's going to try to try to get the win no matter what. So uh, I tell you what, kind of makes me feel a little bit old there. I remember Venus Harris running it at, in 1987. As a matter of fact, I've been covering it that long, so kind of bring things uh full circle here just a little bit but uh 
uh, even just kind of talk about uh, having an opportunity to run that race and uh, for the first time going out and uh, setting a school record and what that means to you and, and some of the process that you, you went through to uh, uh, go in and uh, win that race. Yeah, so um, I've been really, like Coach said, I've been struggling with like my beginning and kind of the speed aspect of my 200. And so um, I kind of had an idea, and then we kind of talked about it, and he had the same idea of me going out and running the 100 at that meet. And um, I think he pulled me in as a real fast time, which I didn't know if I can run that time. But then I looked at the school record, and I was like, and then I took my 200 and divided it by two, and I was like, oh, that's easy. (laughs) So I just went out there and was like, just run like you usually run, and we can get it. You know, it's fun when you when a coach is right. I entered her at eleven seven zero, and she runs eleven seven one. So we weren't perfect, but pretty darn close. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, just uh, really having a heck of a season uh, up to this point, and just really set things off there in Wichita. Just kind of talk about uh, the, the way you prepared for this year in particular. Uh, again, missing uh, uh, last year's outdoor season due to uh, the, the COVID situation. Having an opportunity running, it looks like you're really taking full advantage of it this year. Yeah, so it was really nice having, um, kind of having the whole entire winter season and the indoor season to train and kind of develop some of the stuff that I'm weak in and not have to worry about com- competing every week or having to like lay off a week because I have to run big that weekend. So it was, I really took advantage of that and me and coach have several conversations about just doing this or even using one of the, our indoor mates as a, Um, rep for practice and just going hard and running some races I've never run before actually which was fun (laughs) I guess that's just a case of uh, taking what is uh, a disadvantage with COVID and turning in maybe a little bit of a positive for you and uh, trying to make the best of the situation then right right yeah it's neat when uh, you know he and I talk a lot Obviously, she's a fifth-year senior, and and uh, she has a lot of input. She she's a student of the game. She understands, uh, you know, the MIAA and what it takes. And, and we put it, we put together a timeline. When she decided to come back, of course, I high-fived her. You know, I was like <laughs> so excited. You know, uh, but uh, then it was like get to work. What are we going to do? What is our goals? We have high goals as as he and I together. You know, let's go. Uh, you know, break some school records. Let's go, um, go for a national championship, and that's that's really what we're doing. The, the nice thing is, uh, we also have a few other girls that she gets to, uh, so many girls that she can mentor as well. And we have a big freshman class, and having her come back is, is um, big in that aspect as well. And then some of those girls ran pretty well this weekend as well for the four by four that we went down to pit for. So. Yeah, I imagine, uh, Heba, from that standpoint, too, uh, uh, you're really enjoying the competition this year, too, but also gives you an opportunity to uh, bring along some of the uh, younger runners. Uh, and uh, as you, you graduate and go on to uh, your career outside of Northwest, you can kind of watch what they're doing and know you still had a little bit of part in the success that, that uh, in the coming years here. Yeah, and um, I really think it's very important for them because when I came into Northwest, there was maybe, like, one person I was competing with or one person I looked up to, and then – like you know had pushed me at practice and then for them it'd be like for for them to look at me like that it kind of makes me feel like okay like I have a part you know I'm playing my part in the team and I'm kind of helping them and they have goals to be like okay so if you came from this and got to this I can do the same thing which and uh, Brandon, you might just talk about when you sat down with Eba and determine the type of goals you wanted to have for her this year. What are the things you look for to make sure that these are goals that are attainable, realistic, and, and that still push her in the direction you want her to go for this year? 
Sure. Uh, you know, Heba and I have sat down uh, so many times about, okay, what are our strengths? What are our weaknesses? And, you know, Heba's big weakness has always been that uh, first 30 to 50 meters. And, uh, you know, it starts blocks. And, and that comes from, you know, strength and, and, and power development. And uh, Heba uh, has never loved the weight room. <laughs> and uh, she was not a big fan of me and my program at the beginning because it's very weight room specific. And, you know, she wanted to be great. And part of being great in her events is being able to have that first 30 to 50 meters. She needed to be a 100 meter runner. Um, obviously, her best event uh, is what we believe is the, the 400. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can't run a fast 400 if you don't have a fast 200. Well, you can't run a fast 200 if you're not fast. And, and so uh, the speed and power development that she's um, grudgingly went through the last uh, 18 months of the weight room and, and development has uh, now paid dividends uh, to what we're seeing uh, you know, on the track this year. Is that one of the biggest changes in, in uh, track and field in the maybe, say, last 20, 30 years is just the use of the weight room and uh, building up that strength for the, the runners? Well, I think so. I mean, uh, not all uh, coaches coach like me. I'm a big weight room guy. I'm a big speed and power, power to weight ratio guy. Uh, we don't lift like uh, you know, linemen or something like that. I mean, it's a very uh, track-specific uh, program, and uh, Chase White has done a great job in in in, in using uh, the, my philosophy and, and developing it with his uh, philosophy. And uh, and we have the kids that uh, uh, buy in and believe in that system as part of their uh, a major part of uh, of this program, and and that's why we get the results we get. As it changed dramatically. Um, I would say uh, last 10 years anyway uh, has changed. A weight room is very more, uh, much more specific to track and field, not just a, a football program. And he would just talk about getting into the weight room there yeah. <laughs> and how that went for you. And when, when it kind of made that the light bulb went on for you that uh, this is going to pay off. And, and did that change the way you looked at uh, going through the weight room in, in this past year then? Yeah. So, um, like you said, coming in, I was not a fan of it. I did not do much even in high school like for basketball they're like oh go lift and I'm like no I I don't I don't want to do that and um I didn't understand it at first like I was like oh well we're just running but then um seeing like people that are successful and just looking at their build and you're like oh they're well they're not just lean and skinny and obviously they have some kind of muscle in them and then understanding that speed comes from power um I kind of took advantage of it one summer and just went to the weight room every single day and just kind of put in the work and um I knew I was really weak in some areas and just working on those areas every day every week um kind of helped you know I came back bigger than I ever (laughs) did and I came back a lot more powerful than I ever was and I saw how that paid off and I was so excited I remember that year I was like so excited to run a race because I knew it was going to be fast. Like, I was like, this is going to be a great year. <laughs> and we need to congratulate you, too, uh, as uh, coming out that you're the uh, MIAA Athlete of the Week for this week for your performances down in Wichita. Yeah, thank you. And what's that mean to you, too, to be, be able to get that type of uh, reward? And knowing, uh, obviously, the, the big thing is what you're doing on the track that weekend, but to be able to be recognized by the conference for uh, Athlete of the Week award. Yeah, so, um, you know, the MIAA is one of, like, the toughest conferences in the whole nation, and that just means a lot because it just means that I can compete at that high level, and I'm very, like, ambitious. I want to succeed in whatever I do, so 
I just seeing that being like one of the top in the MIAA just makes me feel like, okay, well, that means I'm one of the top in the nation, you know. Let's just talk a little bit about your experience at Northwest, both uh, in track and field and just being a student at Northwest and what brought you to the university and uh, just overall uh, how things have gone for you here. Yeah, so um, I guess years back, um, I think I came to the Northwest on a visit like twice and I finally decided to come here. Um, I like track, so I was like, oh, why not? Let me go run track. And, you know, they offer money. Apparently, you get paid to run. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, why not? Um, so it was nice, you know, getting education paid for as well. Um, and then, you know, loving, you know, like I like sports. I like being able to do something. And my parents always push that on us, like, go do something. Don't just, like, be average. And um, so the biggest reason why I came here was, you know, great campus, great location, close to home. Um track team um i like the people that i met when i was getting recruited and i like what the coach had to say and we talked about goals and whatnot and i was like okay well if you have high goals and i have high goals and we want to like both you know succeed so that's i like that and other places it was like okay well we'll see what you can do but we talked about a number and i was like okay that's that's what i want um and that was the biggest reason why i decided to do track too in college and then i don't know like throughout the years um I like the area. I like education. I like the environment. So I stuck it through. And you talk about home, that being Kansas City, no Park High School, I believe. So. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, academically, what's some of the things that you study here at Northwest, and what are you looking at uh, once you leave uh, Northwest Missouri State? Yeah, so um, I majored in business um, for my undergrad, and then I'm doing my master's in business as well. Um, once I leave Northwest, I'm going to go back to Kansas City, hopefully. That's my plan right now. Um, but I'm looking still. I'm still trying to figure it out, honestly. But. And I, I imagine, uh, Brandon, your ghost is going to be uh, really sad to see. He better leave the program. Uh, obviously, she's uh, leaving it in better shape than once she got here, which is what every athlete and every coach wants to do when you come into a program. But it's, I imagine it's going to be a little, little bit sad to see her go at the end of the year. Yeah, it, it is tough. You know, uh, I didn't recruit Heba. I uh, acquired her through uh, taking this job, and I'm so glad I did because although the first year was a little tumultuous, uh, you know, change the program, change the culture, she just kind of feel me out like, I don't know this guy, you know. And, uh, uh, but uh, we've, we've grown to be, um, you know, almost friends, you know, because I really trust her opinion. Uh, she works extremely hard. Uh, it, it's It's exciting when the when the athlete starts pulling the coach along you know coaches get tired of pulling the athletes along you know and, and trying to drag them through get the workout done do everything right outside of practice and and it's really neat when you see somebody trying to start to pull you along like he was like coach uh yeah we got blocks practice at at uh at one o'clock is that good for you and i'm like yeah i guess so i mean you know that's the kind of thing so she's been asking for one-on-one help and and you know what's nice is that she's bringing a couple other uh kids along when we have that practice and and we get some very specific things so uh, having someone like that experiencing the success that she's having is why i do what i do um it is sad to see someone like her go i just hope that there's somebody that sees what heba has done and decides to take that role you know take the mantle right uh, and and be that next uh, um person the program that really wants it and uh wherever heba goes it she's going to do amazing things because she has that attitude she wants to be the best she wants to uh, uh pull people along and 
and be great. And that is something that it's it's tough to coach, right? I mean, <laughs> uh, we are lucky with her, and, and uh, fortunately we, we got that relationship on track in year two, and, and uh, now – uh, we're, we're seeing magic happen. And I would imagine, too, just seeing the progress she's made from the weight room to what's uh, taking place on, on the track right now has to be something that uh, others in the in the uh, program can take a look and see, hey, that can be me if I put in that type of work. Yeah, yeah, it, it's neat. To, we have several girls, uh, even on this trip, you know, we went to Wichita, uh, long day, drove to Pitt, long day, got home late last night. There are a lot of times with that, that group of uh, ladies and a couple guys uh on that uh, van that a lot of great conversations and so we do see some of those freshmen going yeah i want that i want that and we have several and and, and you know who i'm talking about mm-hmm. that wants it so badly and is willing to uh, dig and ask questions and and we went through heba's uh you know high school marks and 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 heba's uh, uh collegiate marks as a freshman sophomore junior and um it's nice when when a, um, a young athlete looks at someone like he would go wow i i actually ran pretty close to those times in high school i can i can get there you know and, and so it, it's a process track and field we don't have a ball to go in a uh, you know a hoop or, or or whatever we have running there's very few skill aspects we are just fitness speed power it's pure right so um it takes a lot of time to develop that uh when you know a kid's uh, 17 18 years old you know, maybe they have high aspirations and they come to a college and they want to, uh, they're at the top of their game as a senior, right? They're going to state and getting medals and everybody thinks they're great. They come to college, they're a freshman again. That's hard. You know, they, they have to take a step back and go, wow, what do I want to be next? And having Heba doing the right things, these girls are looking up to her and going, I can, I can be there. It might take a couple of years, but I'm going to be like Heba. So it's pretty cool. Now, besides uh, what uh, Heba did this weekend, let's uh, kind of talk about some of the other highlights from uh, both the Wichita State as well as uh, uh, the trip to uh, Pittsburgh yesterday. Well, we had uh, the, the nice thing about Wichita State and the reason why we went uh, uh, originally was they had a distance carnival. And we had a lot of uh, uh, really great performances. Uh, one that kind of um, uh, was exciting to see was uh, Jacob Kamasa. Uh, He's he hasn't uh, uh, had, had a chance to compete a lot uh, this year. Uh, he had to redshirt his first year here. Um, we didn't have cross, and he runs a 10K, and he's sitting. Uh, last I checked, it was 24th in the country, a provisional qualifier. And more than that is we got to see Jacob run for the first time and uh he he ran a really uh nice race uh unfortunately uh uh Federick didn't get that same opportunity having uh, fallen in the first three laps had a great race as well but uh we, so we we see these guys doing a, an event that's only done outdoors maybe you only get one chance all spring to run it before conference or nationals because uh, 10k can 6.2 miles that's uh jacob ran a, a 3007 so you know 6.2 miles in 30 minutes is is moving right along um so uh really excited to see what he did um you know reese uh reese smith the Ran another uh, 1500, uh, Jacob, or uh, excuse me, uh, Jake Norris ran another 1500. Solid times. I think Reese's uh, time at 347's uh, up the national list as well. I, I don't remember what the number was, but um, solid racing. And that's why we went. It's, it's distance carnival at night, under the lights, no wind, cool temperatures. That's what distance guys and gals really like. Uh, um, and uh, it, was, it was beneficial. So, um, having uh, you know, Pitt, I was fortunate. Pitt moved their meet from Saturday to Sunday, 
and so we were able to take a small group down the pit and run and and really the highlight of of that meet is is the women's uh four by four that was a lot of fun we knew we were pretty good um you know, having obviously it helps having Heba as an anchor, uh, but uh, we knew the other three ladies were were ready for a, a, a nice time. And they ran uh, 3:46, uh, 39, I believe, and uh, set number two in the country right now, number one in the MIAA, and um, uh, just seen. Uh, you know, uh, Tiffany led with uh, basically a PR. Um, right at her PR outdoors for uh, a leadoff leg. We knew we, we had something going. And then Quincy's been struggling a little bit with finding that gear. She's 800 runner, uh, haven't found that those, that foot speed and gear. And, and uh, she finally did. She split really nice, 55 low, uh, which is a fantastic split. We needed her. We need her to be great on that 4x4. Four four. And... Uh, uh, it was it was awesome to see her finally break through and 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 get that. And, you know, Randy had a great time, uh, solid, but uh, not what she wanted to run at 58 and change. And then Heba had a little bit of a weekend, so she's pretty tired. <laughs> she got the stick, and she, man, at 200, I was over there. And she's like, oh, man. I, she almost looked at me, and I knew what she's saying. She she looked right at me, and she's, I'm yeah. tired. But uh, she finished that last 200, split 55 low, um, and and uh, ladies are, are sitting. Well, we can run a lot faster, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Had we run perfectly, it was perfect weather down there. No real competition, unfortunately. I hope the MIAA uh, teams don't hear me say that. But uh, we didn't have a lot of competition late, and so he was just kind of just moving through. and. And uh, but I think we can go uh, a few seconds faster, and and I know our goal is uh, to break the school record, which mm-hmm. you were on. Uh, that was uh, year one, wasn't yes, it? Yeah. Years ago. So year mm-hmm. one for me uh, with some of the other ladies uh, uh, that have, have, have since graduated. But I, I think this team is uh, every bit as good as that team. We just gotta uh, put it all together in, in the race. And he was one that you go to compete in the relay races as opposed to some of the uh, other individual events you're on. I imagine that's a, a, a kind of another type. Type of uh, uh, event that's a lot of fun to compete with. Where it's uh, you got a little more of that team ap- ap- aspect to it with you there. Yeah. So um, as um, upperclassman on the team, um, I think my role right now is more like I know I know how to run my race. I've been doing it for a long time, um, and my biggest thing is get them to want to run fast you know and so like my biggest thing was like this weekend for example with our first like i'm like you know what you have to do you have to set the tone if you don't set the tone you know this is your race you know how to run it all this stuff and then the second leg with her you got to get out you know like kind of just talk to them and kind of let them know like hey you know like you got to think of this a little bit different than you think of your race and that's how i think of it i'm thinking of it it's my team i gotta run for my team not for myself so yeah you know it's funny uh, you said that set the tone and you have to get out and uh, those are very important pieces of the 4x4. That's what you want. You want your leadoff leg to be um, uh, fierce and set the tone. Uh, it, it's so funny because I think Tiffany, uh, who is not uh, what you would call outwardly fierce and super competitive, and she's quiet, and it's like set the tone. She did that, and, and it's so it was so cool to watch her do that because that is not her, her personality away from the track. Uh, to see her 
set the tone for that race. It, it was it was huge. And then Tiff uh, and then Quincy, uh, we've been struggling with her getting out, and and so uh, putting her in second uh, made her get out a little mm-hmm. bit. So it, it was really neat to um, see how that uh, kind of played out, and 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 to our benefit having the girls run so fast. Well, it was a busy weekend this past weekend, but uh, you're looking down the line up next another trip to Emporia, Kansas for the uh, Midwest Classic. Yeah, well, you know, it's a, a very uh, um, kind of a relaxed meet, um, not a very big meet. It's a training um, kind of weekend for us. You know, uh, a, a lot of sports don't have that. They have win-loss records, and they have to be on, and, and we don't have that. We have we have training to be great at one point. You know, we don't score anything until the, uh, the conference championship and national championship. So going down to Emporia, it's a... Um, you know, a light meet. Uh, we'll take a, you know, a, a small group, and the rest will train here, and and uh, um, so it should be a little bit of a mental break as well. We are kind of tuning up for this past weekend. Uh, we, we we did well. We're excited about that. Uh, but then we got another uh, training segment the the next uh, you know ten days before we head to uh, Drake, and and then also back to Pitt uh, that weekend. So. All right, well, guys, it's been great having you with us on the show here today. I appreciate it. Thanks to Heba Magoob and Brandon Masters for joining us for that interview and happy to have them on Bearcat Rewind. In case you missed it, over the last few weeks, our guests have included Northwest Missouri State senior volleyball player Morgan Lewis, Kirsten Orton, an assistant AD here for the Bearcats, and many more. So check out those archived interviews we have here of Bearcat Rewind. Thanks to Alex Kurt, a Northwest Missouri State professor here in Wells Hall, producing our intro and outro music. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends about Bearcat Rewind. For John Coffey, I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next time.